Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Joe. So glad you joined me for Wednesday Bible study. And uh, today we'll, we'll start off in the book of Genesis. And chapter 17, starting with verse 1, and it reads, When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. And I will make my covenant between me and you, and you will multiply you exceedingly. And then Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be a father of many nations. Many nations, brothers and sisters. God knows the future. He knows that someday he's going to send his son to die for all people. The Gentiles as well. You understand? That's why it says all nations. But make no mistake. The covenant is with the Jews, with Abraham. The Jews are the, pro the chosen people. He loves the Jews. He loved them then. He loves them now. I guarantee you that. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be called Abraham. For I have made you a father of many nations. I'm reading from verse 8 through 10. Also, I give to you your descendants after you the land in which you are a stranger, all the land of Canaan. as an everlasting possession. That's forever and ever, brothers and sisters. And I will be their God. And God said to Abraham, as for you, you shall keep my covenant. A covenant is agreement, a contract. You and your descendants after you throughout their generations. Plural. This is my covenant with you, shall keep between me and you and your descendants after you. Every male child among you shall be circumcised. And reading verse 14, it says, And the uncircumcised male child who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin, that person shall be cut off from his people. What people? The Jews. He has broken my covenant. So this is, this is an important uh, to God. Very important. And I'm going to show you how important. All right, so we're going to move over to Exodus. Chapter 3. And to put it in context, uh, and this is in when the Jews are uh, slaves to the Egyptians and God wants to deliver them. And so we'll read uh, chapter three, starting at verse seven, it reads, and he's talking to Moses. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because they're taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from the land to good 
and large land, to the land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites. Remember in Genesis, God makes covenant with Abraham and tells him that he's going to have this land forever. The Jews will have this land forever. And the Hittites and the Amorites and the Parasites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. I'm reading from verse 10. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And now we move to Exodus chapter 4, and we'll read verses 20 through 26. And it reads, Then Moses took his wife and his sons and set them on a donkey, and he returned to the land of Egypt. And Moses took the rod of God in his hand. And the Lord said to Moses, When you go back to Egypt, see that you do all the wonders before Pharaoh, which I have put in your hand. But I will harden his heart so that he will not let the people go. Now you can surmise that he did this to show his power and his might. He, remember, he, he inflicts them with ten plagues. The Egyptians are ready to give up, but Pharaoh's not. I'm reading from verse 22. Then you shall say to Pharaoh, thus saith the Lord, Israel is my son, my firstborn. So I say to you, let my son go that he may serve me. But if you refuse to let him go, indeed, I will kill your son, your firstborn. Now here, God predicts what's going to happen. He knows the future. And we know that the 10th plague is when he takes all the firstborn in Egypt, even the animals. They all die. Except for who? The chosen people, the Jews. Remember the Passover. They put the blood around the doorframe. The angel of death passes by their house. Yeah. And it came to pass on the way at the encampment that the Lord met him and sought to kill him. Who? Moses. Moses. Then his wife Zipporah took a sharp stone and cut off the foreskin of her son and cast it at Moses' feet and said, Surely you are a husband of blood to me. So he let him go. God let Moses go. Remember, brothers and sisters, what was the covenant? Hmm? God told Abraham, I will give you that land of Canaan. Right? For your descendants forever and ever. And all you have to do is what? Circumcise your children. After eight days, when they were born, they were to be circumcised. But Moses took it upon himself not to do what God said. So God's ready to kill him. He doesn't care if he's Moses. He doesn't care if he's the most meek in the world at that time. That's what the word says. That's why he picked him to be his vessel. He's a righteous, righteous guy. But he didn't do what God said. So what do we learn from this, brothers and sisters? 
If God says to do something, do it. Amen? Amen. Now we're going to go back to Genesis and read a different story. Something that happens. As you know, God has spoken to um, Abraham. And so the Lord speaks to Abraham again and tells him that he's going to send two angels to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham has a nephew named Lot there. And we read in 2 Peter that Lot is a righteous man. What is righteous? It's obedient. It's doing what God says. And so God wants to save Lot and his family. But he's going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah because they're, they're committing immorality. There's lesbians, there's homosexuals there, rampant. And so we're going to read from verse 19. The two angels get to Lot's house. And reading from verse 5, it reads, And they called Lot, this is all the, the men of the city, surround his house, young and old, it says. And they said to him, Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us that we may know them carnally. They want to have sex with these angels. They don't know they're angels. They look like men. And they are probably great looking because all the men have surrounded the house. They want to have sex with them. Can you imagine? I'm reading from verse 9b. It says, So they, they pressed hard against the man Lot and came near to break down his door. But the men, meaning angels, reached out their hands and pulled Lot into the house with them and shut the door. And they struck the men who were at the doorway of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they become weary trying to find the door. You see? And now we pick it up in verse 15. When morning dawned, the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. In verse 17. So it came to pass when they had brought them outside that he said, Escape for your life. Do not look behind you. Remember those words. Do not look behind you. And stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountain lest you be destroyed. Reading from verse 24 through 26. Then the Lord rained brimstone and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of heavens. And he overthrew those cities all around the plain all the inhabitants of the cities and what grew on the ground. But his wife looked back behind him and she became a pillar of salt. Wow. What does that tell you, brothers and sisters? If God says, don't do something, don't do it. Amen? Amen.
Now one last passage. This is found in 2 Peter chapter 3. And reading from verse 9 through 14, it reads, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The only way to get saved is to believe that he sent his son, Jesus, to die on a cross for you, was buried in a rose, ask for forgiveness, and repent of your sinful ways. Change, turn from your sinful ways. He doesn't want you to perish. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Just as Sodom and Gomorrah was burned up, the earth is going to burn up. Okay? It's going to happen. And it's going to happen soon. In our lifetime, you be ready to meet the Lord. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of person ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? Amen? Amen. Do what he says to do. And do. Don't do the things he says don't do. Looking forward and hastily the coming of the day of the Lord because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we according to his promise, that's you and I, if you're saved today, look for a new heaven and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved Looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot and blameless. Without spot and blameless. In other words, being like Lot, be that righteous servant of God and he will save you. Amen? Amen. So I hope you're enriched with this message, brothers and sisters, and be of good cheer. If you are saved and you have the Holy Spirit, he will help you better yourself every day. He says you're renewed every day. Every day, be renewed with the Holy Spirit. Thank him for filling you with the Holy Spirit and ask to be refilled with the Holy Spirit, with more of the Holy Spirit. For more of Jesus in you, you have more love, more power. Okay, the Holy Spirit, it's more powerful than anything in the world, including the devil. That's in you if you have the Holy Spirit. You understand? So you rebuke the devil in Jesus' name when he tempts you, and he will flee. You cannot stand the word Jesus, or in Hebrew, Yeshua. Amen? Amen. So brothers and sisters, always remember to pray up every day, and read up every day, and keep the love of Yeshua, Jesus, in your heart. And we'll all be together someday with our Lord and Savior forever and ever. Amen.